Hey world, I'm Sherry, but people call me Switz. I played Division I collegiate basketball and played professionally in Switzerland and Romania. After playing ball, I moved to Brooklyn and met fashion designer Kimbali at a New York City party. And the rest is history. We are giving dope individuals a platform to share their journey and connect shared passions around the globe. Welcome to the Kimbali Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Kembali Podcast, a show dedicated to elevate dope individuals, share the journey they have been on, and connect people around the world with shared passions. I am your girl, Switz, and today I'm so excited to say I have Isaiah James with me, rapper, singer, songwriter, and just encompasses the word artist. Isaiah, I just want to say thank you so, so much for being with us today. How are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling great. I love the way you introduced me. Wow artist. That's exactly what I am. Thank you. I'm feeling yeah. great. How are you feeling? I- I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Like I, uh, you know, said at the top of this, just meeting individuals and sharing their journey, just elevating through positivity. Th- that's what this show is all about. So I hope you don't mind. We're, we're just going to be talking about you today. Wow. Only me? J- just you. Just you. So wow. I-, I hope you're ready. And I feel that there's no better place to start than the beginning. Can we just kind of get to know you and like where you grew up? You know, just just let us know. How did this journey begin for you? And then we'll get into like all of the amazingness that you're doing now. Well, it started uh, in 1993. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, it was, you know, it was the outskirts of Atlanta. First, it was the south side, then it was the north side. But you can say I grew up in Georgia, close to Atlanta and the outskirts. Gotcha. And big family? Uh, big family. I- I'm in a litter of five. Uh, so I have, you know, four other siblings and I'm very appreciative of that. So yes, kind of a big family, I would say. Yeah. So tell me how you started to get involved in the arts, you know, like, obviously, like I said, you encompass the word artist, but what came first? Did you find yourself writing songs first, uh, singing, rapping? What, what was the thing that brought you to it? Uh, I think thinking, you know, it was a lot of observing, uh, when I was a kid. You know, I just remember when I was young, just looking at things and pondering things. So I think that's what makes an artist, you know, when you uh, you analyze things and you, out of the things you analyze, you create. Um, and for me, it was, you know, playing with toys, crowns, whatever. I expressed myself through um, what I saw and, and that's what I created. So it started young for me. Um, plus my dad, you know, is a musician himself and very creative. So it runs my family. So I was always around it. Um, like I said, again, though, I, I just observed. And then finally, bing, me came out and, you know, that's who I was. I was, it, you beat me to it. I was about to ask like, first, who inspired you or two, does it run in the family? So uh, you said uh, your father was a pianist? Yes, he's a pianist. He's also a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, but it goes even further back than that because my great, 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 great grandfather who inspires me on a daily basis. Um, his name was George Moses Horton. He was the first African-American to be published as a poet. That's how he got his freedom. So everything that I'm doing now is something that I've done since the 1800s. And um, so, you know, it does run in my blood pretty deeply. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Runs in the blood back to the 1800s. And then what, yeah. who, who are your modern day inspirations as you're observing your father? Uh, who are the artists that you, you kind of started to pull that creativity in to make it your own? Um, the greats, like the Michael Jacksons, the 
Stevie Wonders, the Temptations, the um, Teddy Pendergrasses, the Jimmy Jams, the Outcasts. I have so many, honestly. I think if you're an artist too, you pick up these things that you like and you just, you know, you bring it to your your work. So I have many. Yeah, I, you really just named all the greats. <laughs> the list goes on and on, <laughs> well, I'm sure. <laughs> it does, it does go on. But so when did you realize this can be my life. I can, I can make this into, you know, what I do, how I live. This can be my everything. Was that something you learned early on in like middle school, high school, or did you have like your, your big break after that? Was it maybe, you know, after uh, you graduated? It was young because um, I didn't know what I was going to do when I was older. Cause you know, my, my brother played football um, and everybody kind of had their thing. And I didn't know what my thing was at the time. But um, once I found out, you know, that I was skilled. I already knew that because see, I've already, I grew up around music. I was already recording four or five years old, but real life happens. So when real life happens, you know, family struggles, things, reality happens. It kind of takes you away from that. So then when I was 13, 14, I kind of found it again. And then it was just a natural thing. So once it was, I was 15, 16, I knew that this is what I'm going to be chasing for the rest of my life that this is, uh, this is it for me because I found what I was good at. So, you know, when you find what you're good at, you might as well just get better at it. Yeah, I love that you said you're like, when I found out I was skilled. And I feel yeah. like with a gentleman like you, that, that was already inward. You already knew. You exude that confidence, that positivity. I, I know, you know, I feel it. But did it, when did it come from other individuals where they're like, oh, you need to do this. Like, you are amazing. Like, was it at a show? Um, like, did you start getting fans that you didn't even know about? No, it was actually like, cause I always sang, you know, um, it was my older brother, J12, Julian Horton. Um, he was the one that got me on a track and he wrote this verse for me and the way I delivered it, you know, everybody was like, whoa, that's our favorite part. And everybody kind of in the room was like, yeah, this is our favorite part. So I did, you know, I kept doing it more and more and I went off on a track and it was just everybody's face just went wow, this is, you know, you're good at this. Um, so slowly but surely, all of my friends start noticing that, you know, um, I'm good at this. This is something I do naturally. So I guess it was when I got on that song and everybody was just like, yo, this is amazing. And at the time, it was probably all right. It was just me freestyling, but it was amazing. So, and then, you know, that's when it happened. And I was like, okay, I got to take this to the top. How do I do it? And, you know. I've been on that journey ever since. I, I would like to speak from experience. This guy right here is captivating. I've had the pleasure of seeing this gentleman live. And it really, it really was like, once you got, like people were kind of mingling throughout the room. And then you like got on the mic and everybody was like, wait a second, who's this right here? Who's this going on in the front of the room? Um, but you ended that with, you know, that, that's it. I just had to realize now I got to take this off. So for everybody who's like watching right now, you know, they're probably like, well, yeah, I want to I want to do that too. How the hell do I do that? So how did you do it? How did you realize I'm great? Everybody loves me off on this track. What was that next step? Next step was getting myself right. You know, um, because, uh, you know, I, I moved to London, England at 18 and I met a mentor who kind of changed my perspective. His name is Simon Vandy. And he kind of just made me realize that everything that you want and desire you're going to get, but it's going to take time and it's going to be more than just music, you know, 
it's going to be more than just the craft because, you know, this is a business first and, you know, you have to also, you're going to have to collaborate with people. So it's a lot of energy and plus skills, how to get better and better. So I just knew for me that, um, if I can master the little things of being consistent, having a good attitude and stuff like that, then eventually I'll get to the place where I need to be. If I can just find joy in the boring stuff. And uh, I guess that's, that's what I did. Um, I found things to be consistent in. Um, I started reading and I prayed and meditated and those are my keys, you know? And then if you do those things, then eventually you'll think yourself to a better person. And not not think everything, you know, the universe, everything will start moving with you um, because you're doing it with right intentions and you're doing it the right way. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Now you're speaking my language. What you put out is what you get back. Exactly. Right? So exactly. would you would you say once you started rechanneling that energy and as you said, get yourself right, is that is that when things started to fall into place? Like, did you get that, you know, that mm -hmm. collaboration or how did that go? No, it just got harder because, you know, when you're young. And still to this day, you know, um, there's a lot of people that want you to do more other things, you know, like, yo, get a job or this. So is you really had to fight against the people that doubted you or wanted you to go a different way. So it's more, you had to have that mental strength, build that because there's gonna be people that, you know, say like, you shouldn't do this or they don't like that. And that's literally their specific job for them to say that. So you to decide if you're going to go past that or is it going to stop you? And, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to go through things like that, I feel. So that's why I continue to build that strength. I, I kind of love that you said that, that it actually gets harder because I think, I think what is missed and please elaborate on this for me, because I think this is something you can relate to is it's never a destination, right? It's a uh, constant journey, right? Even constant. now, you're probably still going through that journey. Oh, yes, 100%. More than ever. More than ever, for sure. Yeah, because I, I feel like the work and the collabs and what you're putting out, it's, it's just getting better and better. So you probably just have even more energy that you have to combat and just make sure that you're keeping yourself centered. Yes, exactly. And like for anybody listening to this, like the years that you – don't get paid working, it's worth it because it prepares you for the big check, you know, because you're going to be prepared, be prepared, not only musically, but, you know, mentally, physically, you know, um, you, you can't prepare for everything, but you can't prepare for a lot. And if you are prepared when opportunity hits, like Simon said, he said, success hop happens when opportunity meets preparation. Boom. So actually, that's what really changed me. I just said, I'm going to get prepared. That's it. Yeah. It probably also helps having like a really great team around you. And I, I just feel like I need to give you a second because their TMO is all over you. Right. So I, I feel like I feel like let's take a second and, and just give a little little backstory to that for everyone that's just getting to know you. TMO is stands for the most original. And I just want to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that you are TMO because uh, everybody's original. And it is my brother's brand. He created it. Um, it was a blessing from above. He, he, it's, it's his baby. And I'm just honored to, to be a part of it. You know, it's a friend group of people that we grew up with that do special things, different things than we do, but they do it the most original. And that's what makes them a part of this collective. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. My brother and I are building it up. Everybody's building it up. But um, it's more about the lifestyle, you know, than anything. 
I love that you said everyone's a part of the TMO, but but who is uh, the the group as far as the originals? Uh, how many TMOs are we talking that originated when this uh, this brand dropped? I mean, originals. You had the you know me, my brother, uh, Bo Abear, Jimmy Stalky, um, Parker Littman, um, Brett. Uh, the, the list goes on. Raham Dixon. Um, you know, the, the list goes on. There's so many other people that, I, you know, my brother has certain people that are TMO that I haven't even met yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the originals is, is, is Bo, Jimmy, Parker, and, and Julian and his friends too that, I, that I'm not thinking about right now. Um, That's fine. Shout the, out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> you know who you are for sure. Absolutely. Now, for sure. Yeah. And then I, I kind of want to go back to the art a little bit because I, I love those moments where it's almost like you feel like I have arrived. This is it. You know, mm-hmm. when was it, when was that first moment, whether it was you were performing or you were creating a song and you just felt like, yes, this is it. This is me. Almost like where it brought a tear to your eye that it's like I have arrived. Music is my thing and the world will know me. It's probably when um, back when I was, I would say 20, maybe. And I was working with a Grammy-nominated producer, Sonny Digital, a great friend of mine. Um, he just created Tuesday for Post Malone. Oh, not Post Malone. Um, I love McConan. And he was just on the brink of his hotness. And I was working with him. Just got back from London. And that felt like the time. I was like, wow. I'm working with the one of the best producers. I am, you know, doing what I just got back from London. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I felt like that was going to be, wow, the moment. But that's when I learned that this thing just keeps going uphill <laughs> and it will never stop yeah. because I learned a lot of moments in that, in, the, in that moment, for sure. I learned a lot of things in that moment. Wow. So you were 20 and already working with Grammy nominated individuals. For sure. Yes. C- clearly you started early, just like you said, from birth, I've been doing this. So what is your most memorable live performance? Paint that picture for me. Hmm. Most memorable live performance. <laughs> I gotta give you. I gotta give you a couple tough questions. You know, it can't all be easy layups. You know, I gotta. I gotta give you a couple. Sure. Um, I would say my my most memorable one would be in New York with the Flamingos. It was last year, actually. Um, the reason why I was so memorable is because I was sober, and it was I was just on the high of the music, high of the crowd, and I just remember just going out there looking at the crowd, just like, wow, I love this. Even though I'm nervous, I love this shit. So that is like a time where it's memorable because some of my team members were there too. So looking at them in the crowd smiling was pretty memorable as well. And I'm like, ha ha ha, you guys seen what I do. So I love that. That's what's up. So New York City, one of the greatest cities in the world. Family was there, live show. So it sounds like this was pre-COVID. This was pre-COVID, yes. Right before. I miss those times. We're, we're going to have to wait for a uh, club vaccine and then we'll get you back out there. Yes. Okay. So we'll be doing uh private shows for the one and the morning private shows. Yeah. Private shows. Link that up. So then I, I like that you said, because you were sober as well, like were you used to usually like some liquid curds? Cause I know like a ton of people before they go on stage are like, yeah, I need something to take the edge off. You know, I, I, I need to, it's something to get me through this. And that was that the first one that you said, like the music just took you that is yeah. that just like what really set it apart for you. 
that set it apart for me that, you know, I didn't really need anything. Because uh, sometimes a nice shot or two is nice, definitely before going on. But this particular time, I just really, I wasn't that nervous. I was just like, I know what I'm about to do. You know, I didn't even prepare that much, even though you should definitely prepare. But I'm just saying, I, I just, I just felt the music was the high, you know, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And you said New York City. So so where are you at now? Where, where are you residing? It sounds like you're a globetrotter. I'm not even sure if we can keep up to you. But like at, at this moment, what's your zip code? Maybe uh, right now I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. OK, I'm gotcha. Home base. OK. Do you have uh, do you have some tours coming up? You have some shows that you're hoping to do, because um, I would love for for anybody that's getting to know you right now and is like feeling this energy uh, to be able to see you, you know, to be able to be one with this performance and what you bring to the stage. Uh Yes. Um, right now, there is a couple of things on the table for shows. Um, I'm going to be out California next week doing a couple of things, but I don't have specific tour dates for it. But you will be the first person to know and you will let the people know. But just know, people, bring your A game. It's going to be a vibe. Uh, great times, mind, body, spirit, the whole shebang. Yeah, it's, it sounds like you've done a lot of shows and anything can happen when it's live. So what is like the craziest thing that you have witnessed? What, whether you're performing or you're just observing, what's like the craziest thing you have witnessed during a live show? Um, I guess last year too, I had a single release party and I was performing on the roof. I started on the roof of the house. And when I came down, somebody fell in the koi fish pond. That was pretty interesting. Um, it kind of, off guard, and, you know, and one of my friends, artist Camino, he was like, "Yo, yo, yo, the distraction, keep going." I, I, yeah, but it, you know, uh, I had my mind. I said, "Wow, somebody just found the koi fish pond." I'm almost and mad I didn't preface it because I was gonna say, and don't talk about the time you sang on a roof and performed on a roof. But actually, someone falling in the koi pond actually trumps that. I think that's even better. Did you know them? Like whoever I fell? Didn't know them. I know him more now. Um, but yes, I, I actually didn't know him that well then, but I know him more now. And um, yeah, it was interesting. He just fell in and, and yeah, I was like, wow, he soaked. I mean, uh, to be honest, like that, that could be like a good part of the show. If everybody got excited, you know, you kept you kept your composure going. Everybody's probably like, yo, this dude is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to keep composure because everybody started looking over there. I said, hey, guys, hey, we still got a show going on over here. So it was good. Yeah, I, I mean, and I will say uh, your album release party looks sick. So like for everybody getting to know you as well, was was that your first one? It was a single release party and it oh, was very it, shout out to my team for helping me put that together. I couldn't did it without them. And it was sick. I'm looking forward for the album uh, release party. You should be there because it is going to be incredible. Uh, just tell me when and where. That's I I, I will say uh, our mutual friend, you know, the Kambali designer, like we were yeah. this close to just hopping in a car and driving down all the way from New York City. We're like, I, I feel like we just got to go to Atlanta right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I should have came. It would have been a night. It would have yeah. been a night. Now that I saw the videos and I saw how amazing it was and I heard that I missed somebody falling in a koi pond. I don't want to have any more regrets for the next one. I'll be there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, you know, expectations. We, we, you know, we, we pass your expectations, but, you know, we, for our shows, my shows, I, I just want everybody to feel good and have a good time, move your body, move your blood, you know, um, and, and have a great time. Yeah. 
And and I feel like as people like get into music and they get to find their favorite artists, uh, I feel like they really become involved and love it when they they kind of know them on a personal level. So for anyone that's just starting to get to know you and you know about to get into your music, what is what is something that you would love for everybody to know about you, like to get on that deeper level and really become invested in this? Um that I is paid in full. One of my favorite fighters, his name is Dustin Poirier. He always has a um, a line that says paid in full. So what I would want people to know is that I'm an artist that um, really cares about the art. And um, so that's that's why you should, you know, I think you would like it is because I care about my art to present it to you. And I really take proper time and really think about you when I'm making the art. So you inspire me to make the art for you. Oh, you think about us? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. I was already listening, but now I'm just locked in time tens. Like a huge thing for me is the youth, you know, um, because they are the future. And when you kind of, I remember being a young kid myself, you know, not having a lot of hope for certain things. So that's my number one, why I do everything. It's not, you know, it's, it's one of my biggest things behind the music is the youth is to, uh, let them know that, you know, you can get through it. I've, I've been hopeless, not feeling swag, crusty, you know, uh, sharing clothes, but it's okay because that's not forever. You know what I mean? And that is what I want people to know. So when I do these things for communities, you guys come help me. We do it together. I love that because I feel like community connection, you know, that that is really where we start to, to, to bridge that gap. And I, I feel like we already talked about TMO and everything you got going on. And I noticed Kembali is another link you have. And that looks yeah. absolutely wonderful. Can you tell us just because there's so much in decoration, can you tell me a little bit more about what's going on with this custom that you got on? Like, what did, what did we get on here? Wow. Okay. So Kembali really hooked this up. Okay. First of all, I haven't wore this since the show, by the way. So I just want to let you know that this is especially having this on. because That was a special night. Um, so, on the right side, you have the crowns. Crowns mean everything. I'm a king under God. Cug. I love it. I like, you know, I just, you know, it's an abomination for kings to do evil for the throne is established by righteousness. I think, I think that's on here. Maybe on the back. There's so much good things on here. Okay, hold up. I'm being ADD about it. <laughs> right here is an outcast lyrics. So fresh and so clean, clean, because I come from organized noise in the outcast family. And those are my, you know, like my uncles. So that's kudos to them. You got King Za. This was my original uh, logo back then. So that's really special. Um, you got TMO. You see that? My brother putting it on. Kambali, of course, the creator. This flower, it says the most original around it. You have number seven for Jalen Brown, um, which is my cousin and family. And, you know, I'm always repping him because I'm so proud of him for everything he's doing in the community, for his family, for himself. He inspires me on a daily basis. And he inspires me so much that I put brown on the back of it. I don't know if you can see. Oh, yeah, that's like an official custom jersey right there. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's pretty swag. You no, know, that's, it's, yeah, that's swaggy. That's like armor right there. It is. It is. And I love original pieces. That's all I really want to wear. So... I'm very appreciative. It's my favorite piece ever, honestly. So I'm, I'm very appreciative. Oh, 
I mean, you like original pieces. You are part of the most original. It's true. You know, it doesn't get any more perfect than that. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. You know, it's not perfect, but it's worth it in its purpose. So. I just felt I just felt I got a little impromptu freestyle right there for a hot second. (laughs) (laughs) I just was quiet because I guess he's about to go off right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. They do it anytime. You never know. Oh, no, but I do appreciate that. And I, and I feel thank you for sharing the custom because it, it looks absolutely amazing. But um, we talked about, you know, the, the fans that are getting to know you and who you do it for. Now, let's flip to the other side real quick, you know, for like you said, for the youth, right? For, mm-hmm. for those that are watching you right now and, and looking at all of the, the positive things that you're doing. What is your message and your motivation to them for those that kind of want there can't be another you, but those who want to come as close to what you're doing right now? What is, what is the advice that you would give them? Is my advice is that, you know, this world has been here long before we got here. And, you know, we're not going to know everything, but there's something out here that is more powerful than us. People call it the universe. Some people call it God, whatever that is, go find that and everything else will take care of itself. That's it. That's my advice. Go seek, go learn wisdom and learn what the great scholars talked about. And then, you know, analyze it, see if you agree with it, don't agree with it, but just make sure that your spiritual life is, uh, is getting worked on because um, that's gonna help you. Yeah. So for those that are in a tough spot, you know, and you say, you know, find the universe, you know, find that positivity, that greater thing out there. How would you feel for someone that's just, man, where do I even start? What was step one for you? Cause I know you mentioned that you got into learning, you got into meditation. Um, what was the thing that really like helped you take off? Um, finding who I am. I, I know that I'm very, I have a lot of energy at times and teachers used to want to give me pills for my ADHD and I had to accept some truths, you know? And once I accepted the truth about certain things, that's when I knew I, you know, I can build from that truth. And, and I know that, you know, just like the body and the muscle, it takes time to grow things. You know, you're not going to get muscle in a week. You're going to have to stay consistent to finally see some growth. And yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's what it is for me is that um, little things, little by little, little by little, you know, um, and I'm very ADHD. I mean, they, I've, trust me, my mind moves so fast. So this is why I've learned these things is because my mind moves so fast. I had to find ways to slow myself down and find structure and discipline. I had to go to military school. I had a bunch of crazy things, but basically it would be that the bad things are good things if you can build from the bad things. We're about to have to have another second episode about all the things they tell us we need that we don't need. That like, <laughs> as soon as you start talking about that and what they're trying to tell you need to have, I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, we're, we're going to have to unpack that at another point in time, you know, because I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, too. You know, I, I had a mother that raised me on the same thing. Like, no, 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 you're, you're not taking those that they say that you need. This is what we're going to do instead. So exactly. You know, yeah. my mom had her start running. You know, I know that you just find stuff about yourself that, you you know, that keeps you balanced, that you find out that you need. And, and you won't find it in one day. You'll slowly understand it. You'll do it more. And once you do them you'll find the balance in all of them and how you do them and they'll change because you'll get older. So things are going to be different as you age, but again, you're going to have to refund that balance. 
Yeah. And, and I guarantee at this point, everybody tuning in right now is like, I'm loving this message. I'm loving this energy. So please take the opportunity to plug yourself. You know, uh, it, whether you have a page, your IG handles, like what's the best way uh, to follow along with your journey? You can follow me on Instagram, cliche. I'm going to make my own website soon. Uh, at Isaiah James underscore, but people always spell Isaiah with an S, but it's actually with a Z. Za, because you know that's my other name, Za. Isaiah James underscore is where you can follow me. You know, we have a lot of content coming. I'm working on an album, so please be patient with me. Um, but it, it will be, you know, worth the time of, you know, it coming out. But, you, you know, you guys are new. We got a long journey ahead of us. So let's get it. I mean, the album's out, but the single's already there. Hey, oh. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there the album's not here yet the album is not here yet and the album is called air mattress by the way nice. yeah but but already go ahead and get deep down that's already streaming everywhere that's already okay. hot never thank you yes streaming everywhere all platforms deep down eh, oh deep down in my soul can't let it go yes 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 i appreciate that impromptu live performance it feels really special kembali podcast exclusive well i <laughs> I honestly cannot thank you enough for the time. I know you are so busy. You are traveling everywhere around the world. So uh, we feel truly, truly blessed to have an individual like yourself taking the time. No, I'm, I'm blessed for you guys taking the time for me. And yes, I'm appreciative of what you guys are doing. You guys are awesome. You guys are diligent, staying creative and creating positive energy. And that's going to flow throughout the world. It's going to come back to you. So that's beautiful. I appreciate that. So definitely stay tuned for all the positivity, creativity, and the passions and love that we are going to be sharing around the globe. Uh, I'm your girl, Switz. That is Isaiah James. Y'all have a good one. Peace. What up, guys? This is Isaiah James. You are now locked in to Kambali Radio. Check out my new single, Deep Down, now streaming everywhere. Enjoy your day. I love you. She got way too drunk in college Her friends keep talking nonsense And she don't wanna talk about it She like hikes and climbing mountains Late night talks with her mama Make her feel like she at home Even when she's all alone
Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the Kambali podcast on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kambali Podcast. Kambali gear can be purchased at www.kambali.com. That's K-E-M-B-A-L-I-I.com. And you can stay up to date on merch drops by following the Kambali brand on IG at Kambali underscore. New podcast episodes drop every Monday at 7 a.m. See you next week on the Kambali Podcast.